Welcome to Arguments with Words, the podcast where prop tech and mortgage leaders meet to talk marketing, branding, and the future of real estate. Now here's your host, Neil Helsper. Welcome to the show. Today, we're here with Robin Tyner, Senior Director of Marketing at Reallink. Robin, thanks so much for joining us. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. First, just give us an overview of Reallink. What are you focused on? What's the whole value prop of the company? Yeah. So Reallink is a complete virtual engagement solution for the multifamily industry. So our product offers a variety of features like pre-recorded videos, live, click-through, 360, a ton of things, but it was built specifically for the multifamily. So this is the tool that you need to successfully lease, market, and engage with renters virtually. There are a lot of like video platforms out there. I feel like the last years, especially just for like residential real estate in general, what do you think, what makes this so multifamily focused? Like what is, what sets you apart in that way? So we have a deep understanding of the apartment industry. So we know their pain points and we created a solution and a tool that is fair house compliant, WCAG compliant, a single click to join. Like you don't need to have a specific app or use your personal phone number as there's a ton of turnover in the apartment industry. So the list goes on, but today's renters now expect the optionality and convenience of virtual touring. And that's exactly what Reallink provides. Yeah. I think when you say, you know, as soon as you say video in this space, I definitely think about virtual touring. I think about seeing the space on video before I ever go there or whatever. But I know you guys have some interesting use cases too that are maybe less expected things like maintenance tasks and things. Can you talk about that? Because I found that really interesting. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we provide a solution for the entire resident life cycle. So we kind of break that up into three sections. So we have market, lease, engage. So you can use videos for your marketing platform and you can use that for your social media on your website. Obviously using video for leasing is the bread and butter of our product. And you can show a renter the exact space that they're going to receive. But the unique point and where you can continuously use this tool after they become renters is for the maintenance side of it or resident engagement. So we've seen a lot of maintenance teams send out videos to the entire community on how to reset your trip to breaker, you know, how to clean out your garbage disposal, how to unclog a clogged toilet, you know, things like that, that cuts their service request literally in half. So just that use case in itself speaks on our platform. And other ways that we did it, especially with COVID, we're seeing a lot of resident engagement. So people like to know who they're leasing from and they want to sign on with the team that's working there. They're going to see them every day. You want to like who you live with. So getting to be personable and share that through video is another thing that we're seeing a lot of. That's really smart to use it for the maintenance tasks, I think, because it's just like how we've seen every kind of every online company in the last 10 years. You go to contact them and they're first like, wait, did you read the FAQs? Wait, is it are you looking for this? Because we have the answer for you. And I would imagine that in that space, like in that sector, it's like 80% of the maintenance calls are probably about the same handful of things. So being able to not only head those off and like save resources on the maintenance side, but also create what's probably a better renter experience, which is like, oh, I can just solve it myself in five minutes. 
That's really smart. Right. And to be honest, no one wants to read FAQs. No one wants to read. Right. Absolutely. So especially for your move in process, you know, if you're living in Chicago, you have a different entrance to get to the service elevator to take all your things up. So you need to know where to park, what to do, what the check-in things, how you get your keys. And it's just a lot easier to understand via video versus having to read long emails, long pages of to-dos to make sure you don't forget anything. Yeah. It's kind of like any, like everything else is moving that way. Like if you ever do any DIY stuff, really in any, whether it's a craft or a home thing, it's like watching a video is always way more helpful than reading a list of instructions. You get it in seconds. That's great. Can you talk more about who would be, what's like an ideal client for real ink? What are kind of, what do you think what some of the pain points that are that they would be experiencing right now that would lead them to, to start reaching out, engaging with you? Our ideal client are the decision makers at those property management companies, which can include anywhere from regionals to marketers. We've even worked with developers. Our product can serve best the on-site teams to help them streamline their leasing and engagement processes. So a lot of people come to us when they are need to have higher occupancy, lease out specific units, or they are fully occupied and they need to get all of their videos ready for go to market when they do end up moving out. Okay. I know you also mentioned like with uh like stopping back for a minute that you guys had an interesting COVID experience. We know that like the, you know, obviously the whole virtual video thing became really huge during COVID and you guys were kind of like just perfectly positioned to that. Like, can you talk about what that experience was like for the company and you personally? <laughs> yeah, this is a really fun story. I was hired on as the director of marketing as employee number six in September, 2019. So come the COVID shutdown in March, 2020, we started seeing an astronomical like increase in requested demos and contact us forms being filled out on the website. I mean, like I'm talking hundreds of people reached out and remind you, like we are a team of six. So once we finally realized what was going on, which was like the official shutdown of all in-person tours, like at these apartment communities, layered on with the on-site teams needing some type of effective form of communication to current residents about new procedures, protocols. And the industry was like fleeing to Relink to help continue their leasing operations. So as being six months in, I quickly stopped like, all in any marketing efforts and shifted my focus to helping the team in any capacity possible. So whether that was helping with live chat support questions or driving all around town, trying to find shipping boxes for our CS team to ship out our welcome kits, or I was creating email drips from our team members to like buffer time to like take a demo. We like simply just did not have enough hands on deck And we worked weeks straight, like nights, weekends to help the communities as fast as possible because people needed help to continue to like do their job. So it was so fun yet stressful and probably one of my greatest career highlights. And, you know, I'm proud to say that a good majority of those COVID clients are still with us today. So it was a pivotal year for us and virtual tours in the sense because renters became like increasingly demanding 
for more convenient touring experience. And mm-hmm. was when property managers knew that this was truly the beginning of technology adoption. That's an interesting... I know you like you stepped back from marketing a little bit, but that is an interesting marketing challenge in itself. Like when demand is more overwhelming than what you could possibly supply. And it's kind of like, how do we maintain good feelings about the brand when we can't prov- like can't get you the product fast enough? Like it's a challenge that most marketers will never experience, which is like, how do you suppress demand? Or how do you how do you fend off consumers? That's that's funny. Right. I mean, we just needed like an hour or two for like to get back for people yeah. to have meetings because we had our co-founders and one other partner sales rep. And then we had two CS people and then I was the first marketing hire. So we were just on nonstop. And then we started slacking like what is happening and we shifted. We shifted what we had to focus on because we were no longer outbound engine, we were inbound and we needed support. Once things kind of got back to normal after the worst of COVID, what were some of, or what are some of the other biggest like marketing or branding challenges that you've worked through at Reallink? So prior to COVID, it was difficult to get multifamily to adopt to new technology. They've just, Mm. you know, people are stuck in like old technology, their ways, their processes, systems, So we were having a really hard time with people feeling comfortable on video and letting them know that it's not that hard of a tool to figure out. Struggling finding that perfect market fit at the time as we were the only people in the industry doing in like these tours. Everywhere else was only doing in-person or click-through like of the model unit. So we basically created this new category of multifamily tech with video tours with an emphasis on seeing like the exact unit you were going to move into. So category creation comes with its own challenges, like SEO and keyword rankings to start with, but that's a different conversation probably for another day. But some of our biggest challenges in regards to our messaging and was getting our leadership team to agree on our product's positioning especially when you're so early stage and have like that product vision and roadmap that can fit for so many pain points. So I decided to kind of lean into this um, messaging revamp, which actually solved for one of that, one of our biggest challenges. What were some of the exercises that you used in that? Because I, I know that you took a like extremely, it is a creative exercise, but like took an extremely creative angle on that. Like what, what were some of the exercises and the um, things that you took the team through to develop that? Yeah. So it was actually really fun. And I think we were a team of maybe 10, 11 people at the time. And I wanted to start off the workshop with a couple of icebreakers just to get the entire team in a marketing mindset. So I wanted to make it light and fun and open up their creativity and make it like a safe environment. So no wrong answers. And these were kind of the specific exercises that I asked the team and I facilitated it and we just took all the notes down. And so the first exercise, which is my personal favorite, is the comparison game. So I asked the question, if our brand was an animal, what would it be and why? And so this exercise specifically helps us look through a different lens to see, I don't know, new things in your brand. So 
you could dream, right, of being a lion, but realize your brand is more like a lamb. So it's really powerful insights when you start to see what people, how people internally view your brand, because you want your team, your culture to have that foundation of who we are and why. And that's actually, we got a ton of responses for a kangaroo. And that's actually kind of where our company mascot organically was born, was because of this exercise. So we call it the Real Ink Roo. And we really dove into that. So that's the first exercise. The second exercise we ran was front page news. So I wanted people to picture 10 years from now. And so, you know, you really get people into this vision mindset. And imagine that your brand is on the front page of a newspaper for achieving greatness. And what does that headline say? Did you cure a problem? Did did you grow to be the biggest? Did you change the way people do something? Like what does success look like? And that exercise helped us kind of align on our company's vision or like our biggest goal. Reminder, the vision helps guide the business strategy and motivates the team to achieve it. Because if you aren't believing in the same thing and what we're setting out to do, then it gets a little messy and people aren't as dedicated and everyone in the company is selling at all times, no matter who you're talking to. So you need to have consistent messaging across the board. And then the last exercise was simply, why do we do what we do? And this is kind of where the founders opened up about their story and where the idea took off. And you talk about why people joined the company and you hear the sentiment from like peers and others in the industry. And that really rallies your team around the core vision to be reminded of the mission that we're set out to solve. So those are kind of the exercises that I ran with the team internally. And then later on, I ran a separate workshop with leadership because alignment on brand voice and messaging is always tricky when you want people to speak in a certain way, but you want them to have their own flair on it, right? Like you want them to be able to sell a product and like work the booth, right? The trade show booth and be selling the same product. You know, people have a different unique selling point. You know, this is why I think our product is different than the other competitors, or this is the best part about our product. And so we just needed everyone aligned and talking about who we are and what we do like in sync. And that's where I had LT members, our leadership team, um, fill out type form questions prior to the meeting. And then we got into this messaging mindset where we went through mission, vision, and pillars, which is basically our unique selling point. So we do that by one, two, three. And it was a really good workshop. And that's kind of like the core of everything that we do. And we covered where Relink is today. And that was like our current state of messaging, our target audience and unique selling prop. And this is with the smaller group of leadership teams. And then we covered where our industry is, our industry is today. So that's where we did a ton of discovery and research. And I did competitive analysis. And then we had a section of who Relink is tomorrow with the unique selling prop for tomorrow and who we are in the future. And then by the end of the workshop, our goal was to establish the definition of Reallink. Like who is Reallink and establish those pillars, which were our unique selling props. 
One thing I love, and I, I mean, I've been in a million brainstorms in my life, worked through exercises like that, but I've never done the animal exercise or the front page news one. I love those. One thing I like about everything about the approach you described is like, it really pulls out like what's innate to the organization. Like it's, it's based on authenticity and what already exists. Because I think if you haven't gone through a rebrand before, or even just like any branding exercise in general, I think sometimes there's a perception from outside that it's like, you're just making things up and like attaching them to the brand. Right. You're like, you're just making like marketing and then you just like, you're putting a shiny wrapper on something. But one thing that I've uncovered, like working with company leaders and owners and stuff is like, you already know the answers. Like you, the answers already exist. You might just not know what they are, or you might not be able to like pull them out or identify which of them are the most important points. But like, they're already innate to you. They already exist there. And I love that, like how you kind of forced everybody to to think deeply and inquisitively and be like, what's your deep, dark dream for the company? That's really cool. So what when they when everybody said kangaroo, what what were the qualities of a kangaroo that they said like exemplified real like? Yeah, which is it's silly, but we love it. And now we're all real like roos. But they said that kangaroos are powerful and fierce. They care for their families because that is a huge core value of ours. And we're, we care for each other as much as we care for our clients. And kangaroos also take leaps. And so those were kind of our three core pillars and to our core values. And we could relate with how kangaroos act and. Yeah. Now it's on our website and we kind awesome. of utilize that for hiring and letting people know what they're about to enter into if they decide to work at Relink. That's cool. Yeah, that is an obscure animal too. Like I'm sure you got, I would expect to get lots of answers to that, like a lion, a bear, like just really common top of mind things or a dog, we're really loyal. But to get so many kangaroo answers, that's really cool. Yeah. One thing you and I have talked about in the past, like the, you know, you're based in Indianapolis. I'm based in Chicago. I definitely have a point of view about this, but like a lot of not necessarily multifamily, but like prop tech is really based in New York. A lot of people based in LA. Do you think like being based in Indianapolis has affected company culture or affected how Reelink like approaches the work that you do? Yeah, that's an interesting question because I was born and raised in Indianapolis. And I love the Midwest and I believe that there is a type of friendliness, you know, arms wide open, you know, everyone knows each other. You can talk to a stranger. And one of the things that did stand out on Reeling's website when I first was interviewing was at the very bottom of their website, it says made with love in the Midwest. And so little things like that, I think does set us apart is because we genuinely care about you and we want to help you. You know, we're not out for ourselves and we're not out to just grow and throw people under the bus. Like we truly take the time out of our day to help you and collectively work and collaborate like through some struggles or where like we will work together to make sure our clients are equipped to use our platform. And we do that each and every day. And we have an emphasis at our company to like keep it real with each other, but in a respectful, transparent way. So I do believe that there is 
a little bit more partnership and love like when it comes to reeling because we really really want we are set out to solve a huge problem in the industry and we are all passionate about that and we will do what it takes whether whether that's hours on end trying to fix an integration problem or like being like these are the top three things I'm struggling with with my apartment community help us or back to the COVID instance where we basically worked hours on end to try to get clients where we were helping them because they were frantically panicking that they weren't able to do their job because this was the first time we've ever experienced anything like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think the Midwest is underrated as a source of like, as an inspiration for a company culture. Like I feel like it's that combination of like really hard work, humility, no mm-hmm. ego. And it sounds like a lot of that kind of sums up what you guys right. are doing. Real link. It's awesome. Really. Well, this has been great. I love uh, what you guys are working on. Sounds like really different for the industry. Where can people go to find out more about Reallink? Yeah, you can go to Reallink.com. That is R-E-A-L-Y-N-C.com. All one word. So we'll be releasing our third series of The Lens, which is a one-week-only video email series where our industry leader zooms in on a trending topic and shares her expertise. So um, you can be on the lookout for our socials and on our website to sign up for that course. Awesome. We'll check that out. Thank you so much, Robin Tyner from Reallink. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Arguments with Words, the mortgage and prop tech branding podcast. To learn more about Neil, connect with him on LinkedIn or visit neilhelsberg.com. Oh,